Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Congresswoman Val Demings is with us, and the one thing I've always appreciated about her, and as I say, I'm not a journalist, but I got to tell you, I'm going to do all I can to get the vote out and and mobilize people. She is a no-nonsense person. And Congresswoman Val Demings, appreciate you coming on. Um, I made a note this morning to that it has been four weeks after the hurricane. And and f- folks in Florida are still struggling. What's going on? Well, let me say this. It's great to be back with you. And, you know, I serve in the House on the Homeland Security Subcommittee on Emergency Preparedness, Response, and Recovery. Uh, we provide direct oversight over FEMA. And our job is to make sure that FEMA has the resources that it needs to address the unbelievable needs and devastation that occurred as a result of Hurricane Ian. I've toured uh, areas in southwest Florida that, the, the you know, the unbelievable um, work that was or the, the devastation that was left behind uh, there. I've seen it, met with FEMA, met with Florida Emergency Management. In central Florida, where I live, the flooding has been uh, something that we've got to deal with. So uh, we're, we're on it, Joe, but i got to tell you, this hurricane will certainly go down as one of the worst uh, in Florida history, but we just need to make sure that people are able to recover and move on as quickly as possible. How can how how can you, as a senator, make sure that that happens? Well, there's no doubt our primary responsibility uh, as senators, who well, mine will be, uh, is to protect the health, safety, and well-being of the people. The American people, for me, it will be for Floridians. And as long as we do that, then we can make sure that we're addressing their needs, whether that's housing. We have an affordable housing crisis, not just in Florida, but all over this nation. As you well know, health care, we try to make it more affordable. We still have a a lot of work uh, to do. But making sure that people have the resources that they need to move on, still looking at jobs and wages. You know, we need to make sure that a livable wage is truly livable. So addressing the needs of people, and I think there are too many people in elected office who forget that. I'm certainly uh, running against one of them. But just being there for people, and particularly, especially when they are in trouble. And you know, the, uh, the yesterday and the day before, we got a hold to this, what was it, commitment to America that the— uh, a Republican House put out, and I I decided to read it verbatim. It it it, it almost it speaks to just what you said. It, it seems like anything you everything you did and voted for in the House, these this group is planning to undo it if they win the majority. Am I right in what I observed? Yeah, you're you're absolutely correct, and it's unbelievable. I, you know, as I heard you say, you you took the time to read it. That probably took you all of about five minutes. Yeah, well, um, yeah, about <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, and and I didn't stutter. Go ahead. <laughs> and I know you're a good reader. Don't get me. But look, 
you know, you, you can make your mouth say anything, as you well know. And the Republicans, I just don't understand how vulnerable they really are, gullible they think that American voters are. They are trying to roll back some of the benefits that we passed in the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, for example, where we're saying allow Medicare to negotiate the cost of prescription drugs so they can be more competitive and lower the cost for seniors like the ones that I talked to in the district who say that they are cutting their pills in half so that they can stretch their 30-day supply to 60 days. I think holding the richest corporations, some of them don't pay a dime in taxes, and some of the richest individuals, God bless them. That's wonderful. But pay your fair share. But the Republicans are, you know, they're saying the quiet part out loud that if we take over in November, we're rolling back these provisions that help people who are trying to make ends meet every day. Yeah, Jim, uh, uh, James Clyburn said they, they gave us their game plan. Hang, hang, they, they, this, they really and, 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 and I, I assume your opponent, James Carville, I'm sorry, James Carville, I'm assuming mm-hmm. uh, Ru, uh, Rubio is on board with this. He, at least he has Rubio, a... Oh, go ahead. Yes, he's, he's helping to sponsor the legislation that would take away the ability to lower uh, drug costs for people who need them. He's one of the sponsors of that legislation and said, it. oh, well, we're trying to protect research for the future. Well, you know what? If you need your insulin today, I don't know how that helps you live long enough to see the future. So it's, it's, it's simply ridiculous, but you know we can put a stop to it. And for all the people who are saying it's a tough cycle, you better believe it's tough. But you know what? Fighting for people's rights in this country has always been tough. We can't stop doing that now. And so let me ask about what you're seeing, uh, one, with the turnout. Uh, has early voting started in Florida? If not, when? And what it, early, what's your sense? Yeah, early voting started on Monday. Uh, so we are so, so, that's a couple of days ago now. And the turnout has been phenomenal. What I can tell you now that Democrats are up in terms of, of uh, voting, uh, having voted. I feel pretty good about the numbers there, the enthusiasm on the ground is just unbelievable because people just they know they have a clear choice they know what's at stake everything that they care about is at stake so we're we're encouraging people don't wait till election day right get out and vote early because as, as you know anything can happen a train might get stuck on the track between your house and well, well and and, 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 and you're still in hurricane season and we're still in hurricane season. That's absolutely correct. And so get out, vote early, and we can we we can do this. Now, I would be uh, if I didn't bring up because of your background as chief of the Orlando Police Department. There, you know, last week, last month, inflation that was the big boogeyman. Um, now it's crime. Um, just your response to. This approach now that's uh, being placed on the table for discussion. Well, and, you know, I spent 27 years at the Orlando Police Department, served in every rank. I had the honor of serving as the chief of police. And, you know, crime is something that we 
always have to focus on or should focus on. We shouldn't just wait until crime happens. We need to be proactive to to prevent it in the first place. But it's interesting to watch uh, the Republicans talk about crime when if you look at some of the areas that they represent, yeah. the crime is higher than some of the areas that they love to I, talk about. I said that the other day, and folks <laughs> jumped me on online. You are absolutely, I mean, and the statistics are there. The reports, because you're a former chief of police, you got to fill out reports. The statistics are there. And so, look, (laughs) continue to hire the brightest and the best men and women to serve as law enforcement officers, give them the best training, best equipment. But in addition, we have to deal with some of the social ills that cause decay in communities in the first place. The things I talked about earlier, you know, health care, education, unemployment, low wages, housing, all of those things. And by bringing the police and the community together, we can reduce crime rates. But you know what? I'm concerned about crime in Florida if it increases, but I'm also concerned about the crime that was committed on January 6th uh, when I was in the Capitol. We don't pick and choose what crime we want to enforce or who we want to prosecute. No one is above the law. And that's the message that I wish the Republicans would send, but that's not the one we're hearing. They're trying to use scare tactics because that's their their playbook. Let me give you the last uh, uh, the last minute uh, here in our discussion, and that is why why Florinians why you deserve their vote. I've dedicated my life to public service. Um, worked first as a social worker dealing with abused, abandoned, and neglected children. Spent 27 years as a law enforcement officer. Had the honor of serving as the chief of police. The daughter of a maid and a janitor, only in America, with all of our challenges, all of our complicated history, all of the obstacles that we face, is my story possible? When I get to the United States Senate, I will work every day to make dreams come true for others. I won't do like my opponent and pick and choose winners and losers based on their ability to pay to play. And guess what else? I'll show up for work. And and explain that to people who may not know what you're talking about. Marco Rubio has one of the worst attendance records of any senator. He not only has one of the worst attendance records as it pertains to voting, but he's missed roughly 90 percent of voting of committee hearings dealing with seniors. And so when he – and think about it. The majority of the work that we do in Congress is done in committee. The legislation that makes it to the floor, the work, it comes out of committee. And so he does not show up for work. When he shows up, he hurts Florida. We can do better. All right, Val Demings, thank you. Good luck to you. I, I mean that sincerely. I have a lot of – we get when, – when we open up the lines, I got to tell you, Floridians, are, they, they're up early with us, so – uh, they really are, and 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 uh, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping since early voting started, I hope they they take a cue from what's going on in Georgia. I mean that is a phenomenal, and there's a surge. So I'm I'm hoping the That's same right. thing happens. Good luck to you, and we'll stay in touch. Thank you so much. You take care. Stay safe. All right, uh, Val Deming. So this is interesting. I did not know that about uh, uh, Rubio and that he has one of the worst records 
when it comes to voting and particularly in committees. So let me let again let me let me explain in case you're not aware of what she's trying to say or what she said. Most of the hammering out of a of a bill Senate particularly in the Senate is done in committee. That's where the work takes place. That's where they negotiate that's where they draw up the language. Uh, and then the committee, say, let's say it's the Judiciary Committee dealing with, let's say, crime, whatever. That's a, just a, you know, catch-all. The com- and, 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 and the committee discusses, you know, where the bill's going to go, what the language is going to sound be like. Now, obviously so that you know it's also a numbers game. If you are in the majority, there are more of the majority on the committee, usually one more. So if there, if it's a committee of, I don't know, 14, eight will be the majority, because that majority rules, you know, sets the rules. So what she's saying is, when you look at Marco Rubio's record, he's not showing up for committee hearings. Missed 90%. 90%. 90%. This is what you need to understand in, 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 um, in Florida. 90%. Because that's where the work takes place. By the time it gets to the television screen or whatever the platform might be, the vote has already been counted. What you don't see, and this is why what I do is so important, what you don't see and hear are the behind the, 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 the actual discussion in the committee room, in the committee. You don't hear it because, first of all, it's, it's it can be mundane. It can be and and even though it's mundane, it's important. When I say mundane, it's it, you you're busy. I mean, you really want to know the outcome. You do want to know the argument. So why aren't you supporting this? Why aren't you supporting that? And your senator has to show up and answer that, or at least explain the position. Ninety percent. He hasn't shown up. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.